Hello, welcome to Al Anonymous. It's me, Al. Uh, I forgot what episode number this is, uh, but it is an interesting one. I just want to warn you that it gets, it starts off kind of rough. So just bear with us. Okay. We are recording another episode of Al Anonymous from quarantine, my apartment. Hello. Okay, we are all set. Uh, I'm here with Molly Soda, or Amalia. I will allow her to introduce herself right now. Hi. Yeah, I I think for the purposes of this pod, I can be Molly, since that's how people know me. Okay. But do you, but so when we like, when I reached out to you about being on the pod and I was like, when you texted me, it's Amalia. I was like, do you prefer Amalia? And do you? I was just wondering. I think I do. I think I do prefer Amalia if we actually know each other. Mm, Cool. But if it, but if I'm, but I find that like I introduce myself as Molly because I assume I'm never going to see anyone again. Wow, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I assume I'm, I don't know what my relationship to, like, whoever I'm introducing myself to, for the most part, is going to be, so I just go with the easier name for people. Right. Amalia's not that hard, though, but I, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I, it, it depends. I mean, I just go by Al for everything, I guess. Yeah. But if it's, like, an elder, I'll say, I'm Allison. Nice to meet you. Yeah, definitely with, like, someone older than, like, an elder, yeah, I would say Amalia, because, actually, I don't know, I go by Molly at my job. Yeah, I go by Al at my job, too. And, like, I don't, I mean, my boss knows my real name, but it, like, mm-hmm. he calls me Molly, but I feel like if I want to have, like, an intimate relationship with someone, or, like, feel like I'm gonna kn- know someone for a longer time I want them to call me by like the actual name that I like see myself as I guess cool cool that's actually super interesting and I didn't know that um cool so Amalia thank you for being on my pod yeah I'm excited this is my first quarantine uh pod pod. oh my god yeah this is my second one and so far (laughs) so good I hope So the topic of our pod today is adulting, we decided, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, you're aware this is like a sobriety mental health pod? Yeah. Okay. I love love sobriety. Yeah? Me too. (laughs) Me too. How how long have you been loving sobriety for? So I've been sober well I guess sober is like a tricky Mm -hmm. um term but I've been 
I quit alcohol, drinking alcohol in November of 2014. Oh my god. So it's been like, it's gonna be six years pretty soon. But I've also been like, actually, when I think about it, I've been sober for like, basically just as long as that. Sober, sober. Sober, sober. Yeah. Yeah. Sober, sober. What about you? Um, also November of 2018. Yeah. Uh, not sober, sober. Hard, not hard, sober. Yeah. Definitely not hard, sober. I mean, not definitely. Like, I'm, like, still, like, <laughs> taking or doing coke or anything like that. But I've, like, I don't know. I've, like, taken mushrooms. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I haven't smoked weed in, like, years, but I've definitely smoked weed since I, you know, quit drinking. Mm -hmm. I can't smoke weed or I'll fucking flip out. Yeah, it's, I, the last time I smoked weed was, like, three, no, was, is it, it was, like, three Thanksgivings ago, and I, everyone was passing around this joint, and I thought it would be. like festive of me to like take a hit because everyone was like oh i'm thankful for this thing and then i'm gonna like puff and then i'm gonna pass and i was like this is so beautiful Mm -hmm. like of course i'm gonna do it and i did it and then immediately (laughs) it was it was like thanksgiving at my house and then immediately after i did it i had to go into my room and just sit quietly by myself oh my god yeah that actually sounds like a nightmare and (laughs) similar to something that happened to me last rosh hashanah I, I, um, so I don't, I don't smoke weed at all. I, I, I hate the stuff. I, I don't know. But when I was first getting sober, I was really into CBD drinks just to, you know, like feel something to wean myself, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then I was feeling festive, you know, I, I was about to go to Rosh Hashanah at my friend's mom's house and I go to the bakery and pick up Ragala and then I go to this like expensive Williamsburg like bodega grocery and I get this like CBD drink that's like handcrafted in Brooklyn Mm -hmm. so there's like no no way of telling like how much is in it and if it's only CBD so I drink the whole thing and like we're getting ready we're going over the new year um we were excited about Bernie Sanders back then right um but any, yeah, so my friend starts talking about selling VHS tapes on, on eBay, and it was so hard for me to understand what he was trying to say, and I was like, why am I, why, why am I struggling talking? Why am I freaking out? Oh, I'm high. I, and I just, like, realized that I was just, like, high on weed and, like, having a bad trip. It was I'm sh- so bad. I'm shocked that they would even sell that. Yeah, I know. Like, they shouldn't. I've, I've never done... I've t- done CBD, like, maybe one, once or twice, and it didn't... Like, I didn't feel, like, any differently, but... That's what it's supposed to do. That's why I was like... Yeah. This is, like, nothing. It's like a placebo, but... No. Yeah, that, that's what I think CBD is, is that it's, like, literally a placebo. Well, but this one that I apparently got, not. <laughs> this one that I got ruined my Rosh Hashanah, ruined the oh, start no. of a new Jewish year. But it's okay because the um, secular year is also off to a pretty cool start as well. Yeah, it's yeah. 
Yeah. We are we are making the best of it in quarantine, doing our part to yeah. save lives. Right, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. I was outside today because I had to go to the post office. <laughs> and it was like the first nice day in a while. And it just seemed like everyone collectively decided that they were done with quarantine. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'm like, it sucks. Like, I... I'm jumping out of my skin too, but no, I've I've heard about four different Tinder dates that have happened like in the past week, <laughs> that makes me and like sick. not all people I know, but like I've like I'm aware of four Tinder dates that have occurred. Yeah, yeah, I think my and... friend has gone on a few Tinder dates as, as well. <laughs> yeah, it's so I I think people are just like totally. I mean, I, I, like, I get it, but I'm also just, like, that's, that's, like, too far. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, like, I agree. I mean, I, I get the, it, too. I miss seeing people and, like, being closer than six feet to them. Yeah. I've been, I've been going on, like, you know, walks with people that also live in my neighborhood, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, wearing the mask and the gloves and, like, trying to keep my distance. Yeah, and, same. Um, but I did, yeah, I have noticed that on all the nice days when I try to run, like, whatever errand it is I need to run, yeah. like, everyone else is also out, so I've been trying to purposefully run all my errands in the rain on rainy days. Yeah. I don't know if, like, you know, I don't think anyone else has thought of that. No, so. I, I did that yesterday. <laughs> it was super rainy, and I had to go to Staples for <sighs> printer ink and other bullshit, but, um... Mm-hmm. It was actually so amazing. There was no one in Staples, and it um, reminded me of how, like, I would just, like, go to, like, a dollar store or a CVS and just, like, zone out and relax. Yeah. And yeah. it felt like normal life for a second. Yeah. I love going... I'm, like, really miss going to, like, a big box store and just walking down every single aisle. Yep. Yeah. And that's like where I yeah, it's that's also where I like to relax is Yeah, staples. That's where I gather myself. Stable oh, it was so nice. I totally forgot what it was like to like meditate amongst the mm-hmm. office supplies. Mm-hmm. Which I adore. I, uh, I uh, oh my god. There's a new Martha Stewart wine over there. They have really nice she has really nice um notebooks and like pen pen holders. It's expensive. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we are talking about adulting, which is a term that our age group millennials use, um, and it refers to growing up and becoming more mature and doing things on your own, like cooking or being responsible um i don't know that's basically what adulting is yeah it's it's yeah it's just like doing the stuff that like you normally wouldn't have done when someone was taking care of you yeah so So. you're no longer a child yeah it's it's funny because it we haven't been children for a really long time and adulting is like a new thing but Anyway, I don't want to keep saying adulting because it, um, I wanted it as a topic because it's kind of, I hate the term, obviously. It's a horrible it's word. Really bad. It's really <laughs> it's, it's like an Etsy term. 
Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's like a brunchy, um... It's got, like, a, it's got pen, Pinterest energy to it. It really does. Not that there's yeah. anything wrong with Pinterest, but... No, I love Pinterest, <laughs> and I love Etsy, and I love all... But it's, like, it's, like, something that would be, like, on a mug. Yeah. Or, like, a shirt, mm-hmm. and it would be, like, funny. Yeah. I, um, yeah, it's, like, a pizza core or something. Yeah, well, it's, like, pizza core minus, like, you know... The, the like, yeah, I'm... It's not extreme. Yeah, it's not extreme. <laughs> but it, it's just as cringeworthy. Yeah, which I also hate. I also hate the word, cringe. like, cringe I think, or, I, like, I think I'm too old to understand what... I think there might be a new meaning of cringe. Is it, isn't it just I feel something... like cringe is just, like, you're embarrassed for them. Yeah, it just makes you, like, cringe. Like, yeah, like, you're just, yeah. like, you're, like, you have sort of the secondhand embarrassment. But I also, like... I mean, I think having a little shame is good, but I also, mm-hmm. like, things don't make me cringe, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. A lot of things make me cringe. But I've been... Okay, so I was telling you yesterday how uh, I was... Or not yesterday, a few days ago when I was like, oh, yeah, I just got finished exercising in my bedroom and I have not never been so embarrassed when no one was around before. And that was probably the most cringe-worthy thing I've experienced in a very long time. Like exercising in the home and like watching myself in the mirror. It's honestly humiliating, especially like I I recently tried to exercise like follow like a YouTube exercise uh-huh. and like I I don't exercise like at all like the way that I exercise is by like making sure I like walk a decent amount every day, Same. which is it's usually that's usually built into my day, mm-hmm. um, yeah, in like normal too. normal non hell times, exactly. and so yeah, that's <laughs> a big part of my life too. So now, like, so I recently tried to do, like, a YouTube exercise. I also didn't know that, like, HIT was a thing, like, high-intensity yeah. workouts. Yeah, I've, so I've, they're, seen, like, I've seen some adulters who do that. Yeah, they, they do that, yeah. yeah. And so I did this, and I was, like, I don't own exercise clothes. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't own, like, leggings that aren't just, like, regular legging, like, leggings that I would just wear under my pants in the winter or something. Yeah, yeah. And so I was wearing, like, these leggings and just, like, a shirt, mm-hmm. and it was, like, a 15-minute high-intensity workout, and by the end of it, I was, like, I also don't have a yoga mat, so I was just, like, slipping all over the floor, like, oh had to get into my underwear by the end of it because I was, like, so hot. Oh. It was just, like, so... My, um, my face was red humiliating. for like three hours after. <laughs> I, yeah, and then you're so sore for like, but you didn't yeah. do anything. Yeah, yeah, and you see no results whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to do it every day. You yeah, have to like do I've, it consistently. I've been, I've been trying. I, I also hate exercising. I hate it so much, and I think how I've been going about it is getting. It's funny that you mentioned it. Is getting like cute exercising clothes like the lulu mm-hmm. stuff but even you own you own lululemon leggings i'm i'm wearing them right now but that, oh my the, it's my podcasting gear so i can yeah, like, yeah. feel composed and like put together you know i let so you know you know how when you're wearing a certain outfit you feel a certain way and yeah, absolutely way. wow someone should like write some kind of cognitive <laughs> behavioral outfit 
theory. Maybe I'll work on that during quarantine. But because, okay, so because I hate exercising so much, I hate the idea. I don't get endorphins. It doesn't, I just, I don't like it. Um, I've been doing ballet because I, I trick myself into thinking that it's art rather than exercise. Um, even though it's just as like humiliating and intense and it hurts. But how do you, how do, how does one do ballet at, by themselves at home? Do you follow like a, um, a video? Um, yeah, I've followed videos before, but I just, I kind of improvise. I'll, I'll go to Spotify and I'll look up like bar and floor routine mm-hmm. and with ballet it's like all the songs are like a minute long so you do like each exercise on each foot it's like pretty it's like a standard thing and then i practice some combinations and realize that it's not that easy anymore but yeah um i feel like i would feel more embarrassed if i were doing it watching somebody it's like why I don't like going to yoga because I don't like not yeah. being the best. I just feel like I'm doing it wrong uh-huh. because I am. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's like I know that it's like the two times I've done yoga, I've like definitely been corrected for like every pose. Oh, you get corrections? Yeah. Like, well, I, I feel that. I kind of like it when they kind of like mm-hmm. move your body into into shape or whatever yeah that's such a ballet um, thing so it, i don't really enjoy um exercising at home because i know that i'm doing it wrong and i know that like if i had someone helping me i could maybe improve my form but i feel like at home no one's telling like i just all i can do, do is like look at this yeah. my computer and then like hope that i look like that and if, yeah and if it feels right if it hurts yeah yeah uh working out sucks but i did order a bunch of cute ballet workout clothes so i i i hope that motivates me to work out more i miss walking i miss going outside so much oh my god i know oh my god but i guess yeah making the best of it um, okay, we can move on from exercise. Um, so before uh, we got, before we started the pod, I was trying to like get in the mood, like get in a good mood to pod because I was like kind of feeling bummed and a little ragey. Yeah. So I was listening. It was kind of a trip. I was listening to um, like my, I sent you uh, the dashboard confessional single that like just came out today or something yeah did you get like an alert for it kind like of. how did you find out <laughs> yeah yeah something like that <laughs> my friend sent it to me and I was like oh my god but it was I was I was alerted and notified of it immediately upon its drop but um it had me feeling nostalgic for you know the music I listened to in high school so I put on yeah uh this Jimmy Eat World uh, record album. 
Which record did you put on? Futures, and then the one with the trophies on it. Um, Bleed oh, Mary. yeah, classic. Is Futures the one that came before it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Is that the one that has Lucky Denver Mint on it? I think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it amazing. Does. But um, it was, like, it was crazy. It was, like I said, a trip. I was just, you know listening to it like kind of in the background and then this one song came on and I said I audibly said I love this song <laughs> and I was just like oh my god it feels like it just like turned turned my whole mood around the power of music and also it's just like a little sad because uh, the last time I listened to that music and felt that same way I was you know like 15 years old mm -hmm. so there is that aspect to it and um i wanted to bring up i guess a nostalgia that's often present in your work mm -hmm. and um how that like plays into your everyday existence like pre-sobriety and how is your work, oh god how has your work like changed i guess or, um yeah i think it's changed a lot i mean i don't know it's gone through like a lot of things and i wonder how that would have been different had i not quit drinking mm -hmm. honestly i think like there's a lot of things that happened when i quit drinking that i didn't realize were things that were going to happen i feel and like i didn't think that quitting drinking was gonna affect um, like, the way that I make work or, like, what I do, but it really did mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. I also didn't intend to quit drinking when I quit drinking, so... Oh, good for... It was, like, cool. I quit drinking, like, for a month to try it, yeah. and then just, like, never drank again Classic. after that month. Classic. So, I guess it's how people, a lot of people probably do it, mm -hmm. but... I had to hit a rock bottom. I was one of those. Yeah. Like, to me, I didn't, f I, I never felt that I had a drinking problem, and then it was only until I, like, looked back at it, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, fuck, like, that is, <laughs> it's, like, I did not It's embarrassing, know. it's humiliating. Like, it is humiliating, but it's also, like, I don't know, it just, like, couldn't have happened any other way. I, I don't know, like, it's fine. I agree, I, I feel like a lot of, like, being online, like, back when we were drinking, it it was part of, it was, like, part of it. Yeah, and, like, like being I don't know, that... The, the scene and going out to 285 Kent and yada yada. Yeah, like, and doing all of that, mm -hmm. and... Um, and I wonder if I would have quit drinking had I been living in New York at, at like, because I quit, I was living in Detroit when I quit drinking, mm -hmm. so I wonder if, like, things would have been different, like, had I been here or somewhere else or whatever, but... It doesn't matter, but I guess, like, I think the thing that happened after I quit drinking and happened slowly was that I found that I had a lot more time on my hands. <laughs> yeah, and... the days are so long. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, I also quit smoking, like, uh, like, a year, like, I've quit smoking a couple of times, but the first thing I ever noticed the first time I really quit smoking mm -hmm. was how much extra time I had, <laughs> even though, like, I... Like smoking doesn't really take up that much time. It doesn't. But it was. But I like that it about was, smoking. I miss smoking so much. 
Yeah, I do too. I could like, I didn't ever want to drink again, but I would like, mm-hmm. if they told me like I could smoke cigarettes and I would be fine, like I would absolutely I, smoke cigarettes same. for the rest of my if life. If they didn't smell bad, I would, I would be smoking all the time. Yeah. I think that, I like, honestly, I mean, they're bad for your lungs, but it's the smell, I think. Really? That's so funny. I, like, don't mind the smell of cigarettes at all. Um, it might be because my pa- like, I have positive associations with smoking because my parents smoke. Mm-hmm. And I, like, that's how, like, we bond or something. Yeah. But I assume most people don't have that. No, with, I, I, like... totally, I totally get that. I, um, whenever I'm, like, around someone with alcohol and cigarette on their breath, I'm like, you smell like the bowling alley because yeah. my, my mom would like, my, my parents were like part of a bowling league and they'd go bowling and I'd be in bed. And when they got back from bowling, they were like wasted, obviously. And that's what they smelled like, like liquor yeah. and cigarette smoke. Cause you could smoke inside back in the day. God, that must've been so cool. Jesus. Yeah, except all of your, you have to like lay all your clothes outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I have that associate. I have a positive association with that smell too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a nice like smell for me. I think for me, like I wanted to quit smoking because of like health reasons and I like another thing that happened after I quit drinking, like I literally could not, when I was drinking, I didn't care what happened to me. And, like, not in, like, a I'm, like, yep. sui- like suicidal necessarily way, but just, like, I just didn't care. I just didn't think about it. Uh-huh. I didn't care. Yep. And, like... That's, like, the beauty I, of drinking. Yeah. And then when I became so much more a- of an anxious person, and I probably always... I always was an anxious person. I just didn't realize it because I was drinking every day. Yeah, and it so it didn't, like, it suppressed my anxiety. And now that I'm now I've learned all of these new things about myself over the last six years Mm -hmm. about how much of an anxious person I am and how I need to constantly be doing something all the time or something productive all the time in order to feel like good and I think that you probably feel similarly I mean absolutely yeah um like alcohol I I went to because I I I didn't want to be thinking. I didn't want to be like in my in my head, like with my. I ha- I have horrible anxiety too, and that's why I drink because I don't want to spiral in my head, and I just want to like go to sleep and pass out, you mm-hmm. know. And I think when you're staying productive, um, I mean it's healthier, but it's kind of replacing drinking with um another habit. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know, then you become a workaholic. Um, which is totally a thing that I think is bad, but, but it's like celebrated here in New York. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, I also feel like, especially now that we've, we're sort of in this like quarantine or isolation mode or whatever, Mm -hmm. and we've been in it for a while. It's really hard for me not to feel guilty with like, yeah, with like the way that I choose to use my time. Mm -hmm. Um, and because normally I would have stuff scheduled in such a way that, like, I would have to go do something and then I could feel like I could relax. But now right. I don't have – I mean, maybe – I don't know. It just it just feels – I just feel – I literally feel guilty about everything I do, like, no matter what it is right now. And it's, like, so 
fucked up. That is fucked up. I'm sorry. That sucks. It's okay. It's it's fine. I know just to ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. Do some oh, some CBT and realize that you're human and yeah. you don't have to be doing something good or productive all the time. Yeah. Like, it's okay to do nothing. Yeah. I agree. The best thing you can probably do is nothing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a lot of ways, but and like the Buddhist it's way. like I've been also thinking about how like I'm gonna need a vacation from this like when this is over <laughs> and how like I'm gonna need to go on like an actual vacation where I can relax god I will not be able to afford an actual no. vacation for a very long time after this I didn't yeah it's for unemployment wait you're not on unemployment I'm not I'm not on unemployment either but are you in the process of trying to get it uh, Sorry if this is like really boring. No, no, I'm I'm not. I haven't paid my taxes um in a very long time. Oh, I, I see. I have one of those jobs that um you don't pay taxes. Mm-hmm. One of those. Actually, oh my god, <laughs> I made the most money I've made all year, literally all year, by selling on Twitter my um hair regrowth regimen to bald are you serious i saw that i I made two hundred dollars in a day (laughs) (laughs) wait people i mean people that's like people are really i mean i'm not like a man who is balding but i imagine that like men who are balding or anyone who's balding probably is really not wanting to do that (laughs) exactly yeah when i when i was i lost like almost all of my hair and it was so distressing and like my parents and it wasn't even like it just in my head me noticing it like my friends would be like yeah yeah um but uh so i spent i i literally i spent thousands so much money like trying to like figure out this hair regimen and then i was like (laughs) You know what? I can just like sell this regimen so I take out this like long thing. And is it expen is it something that would be expensive for someone to do? Well, for me, with the trials and errors were the expensive things. Yes. I was like almost I was so I was on the precipice of hair transplants. Like that's where I was. Oh at. my god. Like, I, yeah. It, I I went like it was it it sucked. It was terrible. And it, it sounds like vain and, and shitty that that was such a big deal, but but it is a big it is a big deal, especially like I don't know, like a sudden change in one's appearance. I think mm-hmm. is a big is a big deal, and like I mean, I I've been thinking I don't know an, an adult. I don't know if this counts as adulting, but like just thinking about like aging in general mm-hmm. and like yep. battling like that that like vanity that i have Mm -hmm. to like not want like i've been like like i've like considered like oh could i get like should i get botox i you know i am freaking out without my botox that i get every month you get botox every month i'm supposed to be keeping my beauty secret secret Oh, well, you can, like, maybe you can bleep it out. (laughs) But I'm, like, actually, because I've been kind of, it's kind of like drinking. Like, I've just been, like, covering up my aging with Botox, where I'd be, like, covering up my, like, misery with vodka. It's Mm -hmm. kind of the same thing, and I feel, like, super 
you know how you in early sobriety you feel super raw and oh yeah and And, i'm just like seeing it for the first time in my face like wrinkles so it you really have to get it every month i've never had i've never like done anything like that well uh you don't have to get it every month but i have a really good lady so i get it it would be like every four months or something but fillers Mm -hmm. i was supposed to get april 1st because it had been what's the difference filler well everyone's gonna know i get fillers now just bleep it out. No one will know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, it's fine. I am not that advanced in my editing, just so you know. So <laughs> I like some honking. <laughs> well, I'll I'll figure something out. We can get like Or we can cut this whole section out. It's completely fine. I'm I'm like genuinely just no, it's curious. Fine. I, yeah, so I get fillers, the tyloronic acid or like it's like water basically. It's water soluble stuff, which is why it doesn't last forever. And um, it puffs, I get it under my eyes because I have dark circles, and it mm-hmm. like kind of um, puffs out the concave, the, the caving in of my yeah. eyes, so the light doesn't hit it like that. So it's like super subtle, and, but it, it makes me look less tired and more youthful. And wow. Botox um, paralyzes your, the muscles in your face, so you like can't move your eyebrows so it's like so the difference between filler and botox is like filler is like it okay it's like literally filling Mm -hmm. something in and then botox is more of like some like a chemical or like a like a poison yeah it like kills the the, it paralyzes the muscle for so do you do so i'm really um my thing the only thing i want to do differently Mm -hmm. is i'm obsessed with that the line between my eyebrows oh botox is perfect for that yeah i'm I'm like obsessed with it yeah i don't well i'm looking at you now through facetime and i don't see anything i i don't know why i'm so obsessed with it everyone tells me that they don't see it but i think about it like all the time especially because like i know that the way that i talk like I, I feel like I move my eyebrows around a lot when I talk, and I feel like I'm always, like, squishing them together, so I'm always... I haven't ugh. noticed at all. You're not right now. Okay, well. Oh. Well, now I'm thinking about it, so now I'm not doing it. Yeah, but, I'm concerned with but my I, laugh lines. I need to, like, stop laughing so much. I, yeah, I think, I've never, like, no... That's the thing. It's, like, it's stuff that I've never noticed on anyone else. Yeah, like, I never... Course, yeah. It's so sad. It, it like, really truly like is. I think it's fine. Like I think like I don't know what I will do, you know, in the future. I bought retinol. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna send you my regimen for free that I saw to man. Okay, great. Um, I'll, I I I go into what retinol is and where to get the good stuff. So my wait, my, really? Yeah, I mean, I should probably be charging a lot more than five dollars for my regimen because it's wait. So this has to go with the wait, but that has to, retinol has to do with hair growth. Yep, it's all like follicles and pores and skin. I thought retinol was for like, like uh, I don't know, like it's, wrinkles. It, 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 it's. I'll send, I'll send you the regimen. Anyone who's listening, okay. I have a really good uh, hair thinning regimen. If you want to get your hair back, I also explain thoroughly uh, tretinoin and the and what retinol is. It's a 
sub it's a it's a subset of it's it's like a diluted form of trap nine but that's what i mean i i guess it's on topic we're talking about aging getting old yeah and we're ugly it's scary <laughs> it's so scary especially like like i feel like both you and i have been so present online like since we were both like young and, like babies yeah and i i feel like like i kind of had a weird breakdown today i was like am i too online am i too candid like am i giving too much of myself like what what do you why would i even have like an art anything if i wasn't just like sharing every detail of my life mm-hmm. maybe and, not yeah, right <laughs> like honestly I don't know. I would I will say that I haven't been this online in like a really long time and now I've been like more online than I used to be mm -hmm. and it feels good in some ways but feels bad in other ways. Mm -hmm. I I feel like more free because honestly like we're living in like such a chaotic time that I feel like I can just say and do whatever I want right. in a way that like mm -hmm. before I was like oh like don't want to upset anyone like <laughs> yeah and now I'm just like oh, I'm 22 again it's fine that's like so I'm gonna cool. destroy yeah. my brand that's like kind of where <laughs> I that's like where I got to like with my thinking I was like oh this is gonna be a really cool podcast actually um <laughs> it's like um galaxy brain <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no like back to being 22 and i'm like oh my god i i'm my boyfriend's full last name like <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like online just posting my phone number <laughs> yeah. fine yeah um totally yeah i like posted my venmo which like probably has my phone number like whatever here's my address <laughs> i mean no one's gonna come to your address right now yeah i hope not i mean i don't know what we're worried about when we give away or like that sort of information but have you seen us you? yeah i mean not not in a long time yeah yeah no i know i'm not really I'm worried not, that i'm gonna get I'm not murdered worried about it either. in fact it would be welcome it'd be an <laughs> exciting way to go unexpected and like not self-inflicted or anyone else's fault but the murderer oh anyway right um right <laughs> what were we saying online being 22 again with party oh yeah did you feel so did you feel like um having sobriety like six years under your belt kind of prepared you for all of this alone time and the days being super long more so than people who have not quit drink drinking or have I don't, come to terms like with themselves i don't know i mean i haven't been like completely alone obviously like i have roommates mm -hmm. and whatnot but like um I'm I'm just glad that I'm six years sober and not like a month sober exactly or like a couple of months sober. What I, said. I was like, uh, if I were still counting days and going into quarantine, it wouldn't that wouldn't happen. Like I'd be drinking. Yeah, I would be having a much harder time. Mm -hmm. I also like another big part of sobriety for me, and 
uh, and getting sober was befriending people who didn't drink. Yep. Um, yeah. and, or befriending people who just, or noticing which one's one of my that friends, a, like actually never drank really and I never fun. noticed. I loved noticing <laughs> that. That was actually so nice. I like yeah. literally made a list of my sober friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's really important. It's like very important. And I think mm -hmm. like, it's something that I didn't realize until it happened and how much I needed mm -hmm. other people, um, I don't know, that were either had gone through the same thing or just didn't want to do things that involved drinking. Or, yeah, or just, like, like, on the same you level, to, you know? You have to really, like, reset your life. So I guess in some ways, like, I feel well prepared because I already, like, don't go to bars mm -hmm. and I already don't really go out in that way and I don't like I'm not really like a nightlife I'm not interested in nightlife in the same way that I was when I was drinking mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. yeah um it's, my it's life like fun. my life feels similar to how it was other than me like you know having to physically be other places like a couple like five days a week or whatever mm -hmm. um and obviously like not being able to see people and uh, all the other like hellish things and not knowing how if i'm gonna make money or whatever yeah but yeah, all um stuff. but also like another thing that happened after i quit drinking um and this was like a couple of years into me quitting drinking and sort of like dealing with anxiety but like when i first moved back to new york I like was dealing with really, really, really bad anxiety. Mm -hmm. And like, I was like pretty much agoraphobic. So like, I wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, and like, so it's, it's been weird, like being like, I, and then I really like for the past, like two years have been really like actively working on that. So like, you know, uh, like, like my issue was like, I didn't like taking the train and then it became into like, oh, I didn't even like leaving my house. Like oh it just became this like slippery slope. I've, I've gotten um, myself into that place in my head before. Yeah. It's, it's, it like it sucks suck. ass. It really, really it's sucks. really bad. Yeah. It's really hard. You and it's like yourself and, out of like, living yeah, it was, it was really, it really sucked. And I've, very happy that also this didn't happen at a time where like my agoraphobia was really bad because I felt I feel like that would have like weirdly like justified those feelings mm -hmm. or it would have or it would have maybe like I would have like leaned into it really hard or felt I don't know I'm just like Right. I feel like it happened at a time where, like, mentally uh -huh. I'd been working and, like, improving on, like, doing all these things Yeah. Um, in terms of, like, getting out of the house. So it's kind of sad in that way, but also, like, good because I feel like I have the tools to, like, deal with, with that once, like, I can, once, I don't know if things will go back to normal, but yeah. once some things are lifted, uh -huh. you know? Yeah, I feel like I tried to get sober, like, three or four times before it actually stuck. Like, you, you can't, you can't get sober, 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 whatever kind of, you can't quit drinking until, yeah. like, everything is, like, in its place. Mm -hmm. And you're, like, you have to be there. Because it is mm -hmm. so hard. I would, I never want to relive those first three months, like, ever again like it, it was pain it was so painful yeah it's it's really hard it's because it's it's not just quitting drinking it's like you're literally rearranging your, your whole life, life. entire life uh -huh. and i think 
you know, because I know some people that have quit drinking who it was really easy for them because I don't think they had an actual drinking problem. Yeah, I'm so jealous of um, those people. So it's like different, like, like, I'm close to like some people who are just like that, like they just decided to quit drinking because they just didn't want to and it's, mm -hmm. it was fine. Yeah. And like, um, cool. But yeah, it was. definitely like very hard and uh very isolating especially mm -hmm. um in a in just like a really weird way that you can't even realize that it's gonna be and you learn a lot about like your relationships and also like mm -hmm. your relationship to yourself and your relationship to like like dating became very different after that yeah. and like have not been able uh, to do that I didn't date for, I think, well, you're, like... You're not allowed to in the program for a year. Oh, I I never did the program. I've actually never Ugh. done... Um, really? That's amazing. I, yeah. I would not have been... Well, you weren't in New York when you quit, but... I think, yeah, I would and, I would have been open to it, I think. I, I, I'm such a people person. I need to be around people all the time to, like, feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I have like the opposite of, of agoraphobia. What would that be? I guess just like claustrophobia. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I just don't like being alone. You know, I don't like being in yeah. my own head. I want to like, you know, talk to people and listen to them. So mm -hmm. how has this been? How is I? I think you have roommates too. But like, how has it been? Like being? Do you feel like you've been more in your own head, or do you feel like you've been distracted? Well, I think. I've, I've actually felt pretty, pretty good. I feel like, uh, my sobriety, um, equips me with more of the tools th th for me to like get through this because I, I like went through, I, I mean, it's getting sober is like a life recovery is a lifelong process and you, it's constantly learning more about yourself and peeling away the layers and I've definitely learned. I've, so I, I, I've been actively trying to grow as a person, mm -hmm. um, like different than adulting, like just like getting to be comfortable with myself as a human, yeah. which I think, I think that was a big part of my drinking problem because I, I was, I, I hated myself, you know, and I didn't mm -hmm. want to be me. Yeah. And, um, getting sober help help me realize that um I, i'm i'm not that bad you know because i remember one time my uh this was before i quit drinking and i was so depressed and i said to my therapist i was just like i just like don't like hanging out with myself all the time like i i have to be around myself all the time i i'm so i don't like hanging out with myself it, it sucks to be around me. And my therapist is like, that makes me so sad to hear you say that because being around you is so, you're funny and vivid and giving me all the compliments. Mm. And I mean, it, yeah, I don't know. I, I realized that I was just like really beating myself. I was, I was just in a darker place, I guess. Um, and I didn't want to come to terms with me. Like, I've come to terms with the shitty things about myself also, of course. Mm -hmm. But it's just, um, you know, acceptance. Um, yeah. And 
I don't even know where I was going with this, but I do feel like sobriety. Like if I were still drinking, I don't think I'd be adulting as easily. Yeah, I don't think there's room for uh, adulting in in the same way. Um, but I also like, I don't know. I would. I've been thinking about like what what you said about being around, like not wanting to be around yourself. Like, I I guess I've never really considered that as like part of me drinking, but it makes a lot of sense in the way that like. I wouldn't say I'm, like, a particularly social person, but I would also say that, like, I, like, I never get tired of being around people, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, Yeah. But uh, I guess I was thinking about how being online feels like an extension of that, maybe. Oh, my God. Like, being so online. Because you're around people, like. Because you're distracted. Because, like, if I, like poop out a tweet then i'm gonna like go think about who's who's talking about who's who's liking it um i'm not gonna be thinking about like whatever like Uh i did but yeah you know so i think being online is an extension of that and like i think i've become less online because i've become less reliant on those interactions good for you i think that was a, a weird Thing I got into with my head in my head today when I was like pre- mentally preparing for what we would be talking about, and I was just like, then that's when I was like, I'm I'm so online and just like being on my phone. It's just like, yeah. But now I've become I'm still online. I'm just not like I don't feel the need to say anything as much. So mm-hmm. I feel like now I'm just like watching everyone. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> And it's not good. It's not great. But I don't feel, I don't know, being being online is crazy because you literally think everything is about you. Yeah. And so it's like, it's like, I don't know. I just feel like you get into such a toxic headspace because you're only thinking about everything mm-hmm. from like your weird, like personal mythology that you've created around all of these people that you met like one time or like maybe talk to like a couple of times and like everything that they thinking about this like everything they do is like not actually a reflection of you Mm -hmm. or has anything to do with you and so I think like divorcing that is um really good really good but it's really hard yeah Especially during these uncertain times. Yes, these we're in uncertain times, and it's hard to not be staring at your phone all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one so. of the one of the biggest uh, things I am still having trouble coming to terms with is like my own narcissism and how like I only see things from my own perspective. So I've mm-hmm. been trying so hard to be an active listener and trying to see things from all sides like a libra or something yeah not a libra well but you're an aquarius mm -hmm. but that that's the that's like the biggest my my own narcissism and like self-obsession mixed with my need for validation it's just like online just like feeds that yeah, but I also just feel like so many people are, like, that's so, like, yeah. it's so normal. Exactly. Like, that's just so normal. Like, not everyone like, is, 
waiting for me to say something on the like yeah. the reason like I'm also like obsessed with myself uh-huh. and like probably just you know have found new outlets for that that <laughs> yeah but I'm still you know yeah it, it just it feels good where it it feels good to have people be thinking about you Absolutely. um and it's sort of like this thing that you can try and control um So I understand why everyone's doing it and it, and it, it, being online has been interesting to be from sort of taking like some sort of distance from it, or at least looking at it more as like a, not an active participant. And so going back and trying to like, the beginning of like quarantine felt a lot like Tumblr, like 2012 or like the same energy. Net art is gonna get cool again. Yeah. No, and it was fun. It was like that cool. Like... There was like a weird energy to it that felt like really fun. Mm-hmm. And then I like even started going back on Tumblr <laughs> and then I was like, Oh, everything's broken and like none of this works and like uh, everything's owned by like the same, you know, three companies That's and so like the sad. internet actually is really fucked up and yeah. Um, nothing is like fun and like I it's so much harder to like explore or like surf um, and so, so I, I get you know then I just get frustrated again and like yeah have to pull away again yeah that's when I like feel old when I'm like I don't know how to use yeah. TikTok or but like, what, are, are the, I, what are the kids you're not doing on, these days you're not on I feel like the an, another like horrible thing that's been happening is like so many um adults are like trying to get on TikTok <sighs> like they're like oh guess I'm gonna learn these TikTok dances because yeah. I have all this time on my hands and I'm just like maybe just don't yeah. like let oh, like let the teens have Cringe. it I don't know if you're on TikTok no, but I can't figure it out <laughs> <laughs> I I am not computer tech savvy whatsoever. I'm surprised that I figured out how to do this podcast. Um, <laughs> wait, how long have we been? Oh, we're at 52 minutes. Um, wow. Right? This is a good one. I mean, it's still good. We're still, like, having a conversation. <laughs> we haven't talked... Have we talked about adulting at all? Like, for some reason, when I thought we were going to talk about adulting, I was like, we're going to talk about, like... like plants and dinner and... Yeah. And the I was li- I was listening... I actually got two plants in the mail today, and I was, like, thinking... Because I listened to your plant episode, and I... Uh-huh. It was really funny, because you were talking about all these plants. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, anyone that doesn't know anything about plants has no idea, like, what you're talking about. <laughs> like, you're just, like, naming these plants and every, like, there's no visual yeah. in, like, anyone's head. Oh, good to know. I'll have to, if I ever turn <laughs> that into an essay or something, I'll be more Like, you said, like, you said pothos, and I was like, I don't, I only know that because I also yeah. collect plants. You know but, what? Like, I, I wouldn't know I that. I wouldn't know that either. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's so cool that you're a plant person. I, um... I was looking at your vids and I was like, what has been her most recent one? And it was uh, the two like cut flowers or something like that. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, perfect. I didn't know you were a plant person. Yeah, I got into plants like last, um, like a year ago, basically. Me too. Like my my partner went on tour or maybe they like they went to recorder. They did something where they were gone for a month mm-hmm. and I just like bought plants yeah, the entire time. Yeah. It becomes kind of a weird addiction. <laughs> it's it's hard to like quit that sort of behavior. Yeah, it's yeah, it's better though, uh 
because then I became really interested in plant, like plants and like like biology Mm -hmm. and it opened like this uh, whole new like thing that could be like a especially I think when you're like a creative person like Uh you need an outlet that's not your art because you've already started monetizing your art and it's not (laughs) fun anymore so you need like something else that like isn't monetized in any way Uh to like and like something take your energy kind of yeah responsible for yeah it feels good like you wake up in the morning you're like ah I have something to do immediately (laughs) yeah can't wait to mist my plants after this they will love it (laughs) Um, but that's so cool. I'm so glad that you're a plant loser too. Um, <laughs> I the only like person I had to talk to about my orchid, like my orchid, I I, I didn't know. I had to recut the stem. It, it was like this big ordeal. And I the only person I knew who would like even know what I was talking about was my boss, and <laughs> that sucked. And I'm like sending him like all these pictures of like weird things like that are in my room I was like oh yeah this like fell on the floor and it was like yeah my boss but that's cool we can we can talk yeah. plant please text me and you know one day we can do like a swap we can oh swap God, cuttings, cuttings. <laughs> yeah Aww. do you have a favorite um if I have a favorite I have a a pitcher plant that I bought last summer Uh and it was like the first plant that like got me into getting more plants like Mm -hmm. I had a few before that but I became obsessed with it so I like that plant I'm surprised I've kept it alive for this long because they're like a little finicky yeah I love the finicky um, ones but I like Hoyas too oh yeah me too those are good the Um, the waxy ones yeah i like plants with like kind like i like plants for like their foliage yeah i like the but i don't like spiky can't do spiky you like spiky i don't like spiky you don't like spiky no no i don't like cacti that much and i know you don't like well maybe you like succulents i mean i like all plants yeah uh, th- we could save this for a different podcast. No, yeah, I, this, this is so <laughs> uninteresting. <laughs> it's like I like eggs, and um, oh my god, I eat them with salt. I um, I was talking about how I like love small talk recently with my friend, and I was like, I should just like have a podcast where I just ask people like their favorite color and favorite seasons. But it's, I like that, you know, like, all those, like, Instagram um, things like, where it's what, just, like, questions. Blah, blah, blah are you? <laughs> and I'm, like, people are still filling this out, Love filling them. these out. Like, we've been filling these out since, since, like, like Zanga mm-hmm. 2003. Yep. And, like, we're still doing it. I'm 31 years old yep. and I still want to fill it out. Yep. But I will not post one. Yeah, same, same. It's private. <laughs> yeah, I haven't posted one of those either. But, yeah, filling out a survey, nothing quite like it really learning about yourself but in the oh my god all right well that fire truck probably means it's time to it's time yeah oh my god are you like coming to my house jesus well cool so we discussed adulting yeah i think we i think we yeah we wrapped it up so yeah i think we like covered we we did what we needed to do yeah and um yeah oh i wanted to tell you that i like your 
want to know my secret video. I was like, yeah, she got to that oh, level. Sick. Thank you. The level. You know, it's different than adulting, just, you know, growing. It's close to adulting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it it's lives different. somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. But I liked it. Everyone should Thanks. check out Amalia's YouTube. It's called uh, Want to Know My Secret. It's really good. There's like yeah, makeup. Just, just Google Molly Soda. Yeah. You know, you'll figure it out. <laughs> okay, Amalia. I guess this is the end of our pod. And right. I'm going to try to edit it. I hope it worked on both of our ends. Yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to stop right now. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.